In this week's English lesson, I am going to give you 10 tips that will help you speak English fluently and with more confidence. Are you ready? Well then, I'm teacher Tiffany. Let's jump right in. Tip number one. The very first thing you need to know is to read aloud. You heard me right. Read aloud. Sometimes when you are reading in English, when you get a book or when you're reading an article and you see that the article is in English, you suddenly get a little bit nervous and you start to read a little softer. The first thing you must start doing is reading aloud. If you want to speak English with confidence and fluently, you must read aloud. Here's the very first reason reading aloud improves your pronunciation, your rhythm, and your intonation. You've mentioned before, and many other English learners have mentioned, wow, Tiffany, we can understand you. We like the way you speak. We enjoy your lessons. Why? Because I speak clearly. You can follow the rhythm. You can follow the intonation. You can follow my pronunciation. So in order for you to speak fluently, in order for you to speak confidently, you must do the same. Read aloud. Here's the second reason. The second reason is it enhances your comprehension and retention of vocabulary. There's something very interesting that happens when you read aloud. You're reading and your brain is listening. Your brain is processing what you're saying. So you're helping yourself even more. Okay. We have this new word. Okay. Your brain is trying to process the information that you're saying out loud. Again, your goal is to speak English fluently and confidently. Tip number one, you must read aloud. Here's the third reason. This builds confidence by practicing articulation and fluency. I remember when I was studying Korean. And again, I know what you're going through. I remember when I was studying Korean and I would go on Sabbath afternoons. I went to church on Saturdays. I would go and participate in a Bible study and we'd have to read the Bible verses in Korean. And sometimes when it was my turn, I'd have it on my phone. I could read it. No problem. Silently. But the moment I had to read aloud, all of a sudden I was a little bit nervous. I wasn't sure if my pronunciation was going to be correct. I wasn't as confident, but the more I did it, the easier it became. So tip number one, read aloud again, the reason why it will build your confidence and your articulation and your fluency will improve tip number one. What about tip number two? Tip number two is also important. Don't worry about making mistakes. This is something you've heard me say over and over and over again. I emphasize this point because the moment you stop worrying about making mistakes, my friend, your English is going to take off. You've been putting so much English into your brain over the last few months, over the last few years, and maybe even over the last few decades, take away the stress that comes with worrying about making mistakes 
and your brain will start to process information faster. You'll start to rely on what you've learned and it will come out. So three reasons why this is so important. Reason number one, mistakes are a valuable learning opportunity and can highlight areas for improvement. Don't be afraid of mistakes. They're actually going to help you. Hey, this is something I need to work on. Hey, I didn't realize this is something I was struggling with. Don't worry about your mistakes. Second reason this encourages experimenting with new vocabulary and sentence structures. I love this. I encourage my students. And again, if you're not a part of our family, please join. All you have to do is go to www.dailyenglishlessons.com or hit the link in the description. But I love watching my students stop worrying about mistakes. They become so creative and they just try to use words and expressions and idioms. It doesn't matter if they make mistakes. The point is trying making an effort, experimenting, being creative. This is how you move forward to fluency. Here's the third reason why you must stop worrying about mistakes. When you do this, it will reduce your fear of speaking and allow for a more natural flow of speech. Just let it out. Don't worry about making mistakes. When you worry about making mistakes, suddenly your naturally flowing conversation starts to sound more like, Oh, I, um, uh, I, so I make my, you don't want it to sound like that. When you release that fear, when you let go of that worry of making mistakes, all of a sudden your conversation will start to flow so much better. Tip number two. Don't worry about making mistakes. What about tip number three? Tip number three, practice speaking in front of a mirror. Listen, I want you to get in front of a mirror. I've heard so many times, Tiff, I live in a country and in my country, there are not that many native English speakers. Tiff, there's no one around me I can practice with. Tiff, dot, dot, dot. Tip number three will help you overcome those challenges. Practice speaking in front of a mirror. Maybe you're asking Tiffany, how is this going to help me? I'm so glad you asked reason. Number one, why this is going to be so helpful. Here's reason. Number one, this will build your confidence by seeing your own progress and improvement. Imagine I'm holding, if you're watching the video right now, I'm holding my phone, but imagine my phone were a mirror. It's a mirror. I'm looking at myself. You naturally will start to assess yourself. As you do this self-assessment, you'll start to improve again. You'll recognize your progress and you'll recognize your improvement. We're talking about finally being able to speak fluently. Finally being able to speak English with confidence. Reason number two, this will help you improve your body language, your facial expressions and your gestures. When you look at yourself, you'll notice, oh, wait a minute. I'm usually slouching. Let me sit up Let me put my shoulders back. Oh man. I, I kind of look angry when I'm speaking in English. Okay. I don't want to look angry when I speak English. So let me smile a little bit more like 
Teacher Tiffany. Come on now, smile with me. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so you'll be able to recognize these things as you practice in the mirror. And finally, the third reason is it provides a safe environment for practicing without judgment. This is something that is very important. Many times you feel nervous. Ooh, I don't want to make mistakes in front of people. Ooh, I, I don't know what someone's going to say. It's just you and the mirror, boo. You won't have to worry about that. Again, tip number three, practice speaking in front of a mirror. Tip number four, another important one, record yourself speaking and then listen to the recording. You can use a cell phone. You can use an audio recorder, record yourself. I prefer that you record a video, but if you're not able to, an audio recording is also just as good. Record yourself saying whatever you'd like to say in English, then listen to yourself. Self-assessment is so important as you are trying to become a fluent English speaker. Here are the reasons why this is so important. Reason number one, this allows you the opportunity for self-assessment and the opportunity to identify which areas you need to improve in. The second reason is it will help you monitor your progress over time. This is so imperative, so important for you as an English learner. You have to know how far you've come. The third reason it also gives you an opportunity for self correction. Just because you're by yourself does not mean you cannot speak English fluently. It is possible. So tip number four, again, record yourself speaking and then listen to the recording. Tip number five, tip number five to help you finally speak English confidently and fluently. Listen and imitate native speakers. That includes me. It's totally okay. You can imitate me. Listen and imitate native speakers. Here's the simple breakdown. If you want to speak English fluently, if you want to sound like a native English speaker, ta-da, copy them, imitate us, and you'll start sounding like us. That's exactly what I did when I was studying Korean. I wanted to sound like a Korean. So I listened closely. I imitated my friends when they were speaking. I imitated individuals that I saw when I was watching Korean dramas and what happened when I was on the phone, other Koreans thought I was Korean because I had been imitating Koreans, native Korean speakers. So why is this so important? Here are the reasons for this tip. Number one, this will help you develop a natural accent and intonation. That's what you want, right? A natural accent and intonation. Reason number two, it will enhance your understanding of local idioms and expressions. As you're imitating native English speakers, you'll naturally hear them use idioms properly, expressions properly, and you'll also start using them properly. Here's the third reason. It will boost your confidence by modeling after fluent English speakers. You'll know, Hey, I'm mimicking them. So I know I'm following the right path. I'm on the right path because that's what I want to sound like. 
So again, tip number five, listen and imitate native speakers. Tip number six, think in English. This is something that I emphasize so much. Think in English. In order for you to speak, you must first think. You've seen some of my lessons where I say think and speak English, right? Think in English and then speak English. This is something you have to start doing if you want to speak English fluently. Now, before I give you the reasons, I do want to remind you each week I send out emails three times a week, totally for free. And these emails will help you speak English more fluently. I give you tips. I give you tricks. I'm constantly encouraging you along your English journey. So if you'd like to receive my free email newsletter, all you have to do is go to speak English with Tiffany.com forward slash newsletter. It's a totally free newsletter three times a week. I'll send you an email that will help you and encourage you along your English journey. I'd love to continue helping you on your journey. So again, speak English with Tiffany.com forward slash newsletter. So let's check out the reasons for this. Here are the reasons for thinking in English. Reason number one, this will speed up thinking and response times in conversations. The more you force yourself in your practice time, in your alone time to think in English, the easier it will be for you when you get to a real conversation to think in English. It will come naturally because you've practiced so much leading up to the conversations. It will also help you improve your fluency and reduce translation efforts. Many times I've heard English learners, maybe like you say, Tiff, I have this problem. Whenever I'm trying to speak English, I only hear my native language in my mind. That's simply because you haven't practiced thinking in English. Tip number six, practice thinking in English. The third reason, develop a more natural and competent speaking style. The more you practice thinking in English, the more confident you'll be when you actually speak English because you're confident in your own thoughts, thoughts that you've already organized. You've been practicing over and over again. We're talking about speaking English fluently and confidently. These tips will help you achieve this goal. So remember, think in English tip number seven, practice summarizing, man. I can't emphasize this one enough. Practice summarizing. Let me explain something very quickly. This is something that even native English speakers struggle with. Sometimes it's hard to condense an idea into a smaller phrase, into a smaller or shorter sentence. I have a friend of mine that I'm helping. He's American. I'm helping him learn how to summarize. Hey, I don't want the 10 minute story. Give it to me in 60 seconds. The more you practice doing this, taking large amounts of information and being able to summarize them, picking out the main ideas, picking out the most important details and being able to summarize that large piece of information, the easier it will be for you to speak fluently later on in English. So again, practice summarizing. Why is this so important? Here are three reasons. Let's look at them. Three important reasons. Reason number one. 
It will strengthen your listening skills by recognizing and extracting, taking out, picking out important information. You are training yourself how to think, which will affect your ability to speak English fluently. Reason number two, it will enhance your speaking skills by organizing your thoughts in a concise manner. Hey, I can't speak for 10 minutes. This person only wants a two minute summary. So which points should I deliver? Which points should I give enhancing your speaking skills? And finally, it will build your confidence in delivering clear and coherent summaries. Your confidence will improve, which will inevitably result in your speaking improving as well. We're talking about speaking English fluently and confidently. Tip number seven, practice summarizing. Tip number eight. Tip number eight is focus on one skill at a time. Listen closely, my friend. Focus on one skill at a time. There are so many skills you need to master. Listening, writing, speaking, so many different skills. Focus on one at a time. Master it, move to the next one. Let me tell you why this is so important for you to do. Here are the reasons. Reason number one, this will reduce the overwhelm you sometimes feel when it comes to studying English and it will improve your focus on specific areas of improvement. English is a language that is made up of so many new words that are being added every day. So many expressions, so many idioms, so many rules focus on one skill at a time, master that skill, then move to the next. It will help you feel less overwhelmed. Remember I'm giving these tips specifically for upper intermediate and advanced English learners. If you're a beginner or even a lower intermediate, you need to focus on multiple skills at a time. But once you get to a certain level, remember who I'm focusing my tips on. You need to focus on one skill at a time. Next, this will provide systematic approaches to language learning, a systematic approach to learning your language, the language you're desiring English. Reason number three, it will build confidence by mastering one skill before moving on to the next. Oh, I got that. Let's move forward. We're talking about building your confidence, which will affect your ability to speak English fluently. Tip number nine, use visual aids. I love using visual aids. I used them when I taught English in South Korea. I use them with my students. Now I might tell very uh, vivid stories if I'm doing an online class, but if I'm in person, I like to draw pictures. Why? Because something happens when you can see what you're learning. Here are three reasons I want you to remember reason. Number one, using visual aids enhances your understanding of vocabulary and concepts. If I say lion immediately in your brain, a picture of a lion appeared, right? Maybe a video clip. There's something powerful in using a visual aid. Reason number two, it supports memory retention through visual associations. Remember we talked about triggers, right? There's a word. If your brain has a visual aid to connect to that word, you'll remember it for a longer period of time, making it easier to learn later on down the line. And reason number three, 
This provides a different way to engage with the language and build confidence. No one wants to be bored. This is a bit more of an entertaining way of learning English. All right. So again, tip number nine, use visual aids. Tip number 10, very important. Believe in yourself. That's right. The final tip I have for you is the most important. You must believe in yourself. You have to believe that it's even possible. You have to believe that you, yes, you, my friend, you can do it. You can and will speak English confidently. Why is it so important for you to believe this reason? Number one, believing yourself. When you do this, you'll develop a positive mindset towards language learning. No longer will you say to yourself, English is just too hard, or I just can't do it. Michael's better than me. Sally's better than me. No, it will change your mindset about language learning. Reason number two, it will boost your motivation and resilience in speaking English, learning English. It's a long journey, but when you believe in yourself, you'll keep going. You won't stop. You'll stay with me. You'll stay with me each week. And reason number three allows for a more confident and fluent delivery of speech because you believe in yourself. When you believe in yourself, listen, you come out there. Hi, my name is Tiffany. I'm an English learner. I'd like to dot, 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 believe in yourself. You can do it. Now these 10 tips will help you finally speak English fluently and confidently. I hope you enjoyed this lesson. Don't forget to check out the newsletter. I'd love to continue helping you throughout the week. I'll talk to you in the next lesson. You still there? <laughs> you know what time it is. It's story time. Hey, I said it's, uh, I said it's, hey, I said it's story time. Hey, I said story time. Had a little remix for you, a little remix. I want to tell you a story that I've told some of my students before, but it's related to believing in yourself. So you know that I have been an English teacher for a while. And my journey into English teaching, being an ESL teacher, started in South Korea many years ago. During my time in Korea, I decided to study Korean so I can speak Korean. And I started studying Korean when I was about 27 or 28 years old. And it was not easy. Korean is a very difficult language to learn. And I had some struggles, but I made it through and I even went to grad school and while in grad school, I had to take classes in Korean. And sometimes I had to also understand what the Hanja characters meant, Chinese characters. Fast forward towards the end of my time in grad school, I had to take a test. This was about my eighth year of living in Korea. And I was coming to the point where I was ready to come home. 
a lot of things had happened. I had lost my nephew several years prior to that. Um, my niece uh, was about to be born. There was a lot going on and I, I wanted to come home. I was loving Korea, but I missed my family. I took the exam, failed. And I had to wait six months to take the exam again. It's no problem. Hey, first time even Koreans fail the first time. It was a difficult exam. So I spent the next six months studying some more for the exam, studying and working at the same time. Get to the exam the second time and it was aggressive. I didn't know anything on the test. Mind you, I had studied for six months, but I didn't know anything on the test. So that second time I took the exam, when I got the paper that said I had failed, I folded the paper and I continued working. But a friend came to me and when she asked me about it, I just burst into tears. It was difficult. It was challenging. And I didn't believe at that time I could do it. So I made a decision to come back to America in order to study for six months, just dedicate every single day, except for Saturday, I go to church every day. I was studying morning to night, morning to night for six months. I had never studied that hard in my life, six months. So it'd been a full year since I took the first test. So I flew back to Korea, took the test the third time. Now, right before I flew to Korea to take the test the third time, this is what I want to tell you about. I was standing in my parents' kitchen. I was preparing to fly back to Korea, again, studying morning to night, and I just broke down. I'm a pretty strong individual, but it was a lot. I didn't believe I could do it. It was just, it seemed like I was climbing a mountain that just never seemed to end. And I burst into tears and I said to my parents, I don't know if I can do this. I'm overwhelmed. I keep failing. I don't know if I can do this. I was losing faith in myself. My parents listened to me. They hugged me. They comforted me. They said, whatever you want to do, we'll support you. So I gathered myself together and I said, you know, I, I want to try one more time. I know we don't give up. We don't quit. My parents said, you're right. Our family doesn't quit. Believe in yourself. Believe that God's got you and move forward. Fast forward, I took the test again and I did pass the exam. That's a whole nother story. But in that moment, I'll never forget. I stopped believing in myself for a second because it was so difficult. Why am I telling you this story? You might be at a point along your English journey where it just seems too difficult. Maybe you've broken down and you feel like, I just want to give up. Don't give up. Believe in yourself. Trust that you can continue along this journey and that you will achieve your goal. I believe in you and I want you to believe in yourself. I'll talk to you in the next lesson.